afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to the podcast that explores the world within and out. And thank you for subscribing to Traveling Inside Out on any podcast platform you feel like. And if you could rate it on podcast uh, Apple Podcasts, it would mean a lot to me. It would help the podcast to be discovered by other listeners like you. Thank you. Let's continue my story of how I made it to Mexico. As I said in the previous episode, I had a layover in UK and it didn't go smoothly at all because of a storm and because of me not being able to go to an accommodation, to the already booked accommodation and so on. So now let's continue. As I said uh, last time, I woke up around 6.37 and then by 8 a.m. I was already in the airport. I had no breakfast. I only had a cup of tea because it was provided in the room. And I was ready for the 10-hour flight. Now, um, I have to say that first thing that I had to do was to check in my luggage. So even though last time I didn't have to check in my luggage, this time I had a check-in luggage. It was a very long queue, like very, very, very long queue, which made me think from the beginning, oh, this is going to be a full-on flight. I didn't remember. My plan was to ask at the check-in desk if I can get a seat that is not in the middle because I have to go to the toilet a lot. In 10 hours, it's a lot. And I didn't want to keep bothering the person uh, that stays on the aisle. So I, I wanted like an aisle seat, which I always do when it's a long flight like that. Um, but I forgot about it. Because by the time I, I, it was like a really long queue situation. By the time I got there, they asked me if I have, and it was so weird. They asked if I have any batteries in my check-in luggage. And I did, but I said that I don't because I was like, okay, so I had to sit on my luggage to close it. I'm not going to open it now here because it, I'm not going to be able to close it down. I had my drone with me. And of course, that I was like, wait a minute, what the hell are you talking about? Like, what do you mean I can't have? They were saying you're not allowed to have e-cigarettes. You're not allowed to have batteries. And there was one more thing that you're not allowed to have in your check-in luggage. And it, they kept, like, it was uh, signs everywhere. And I'm like, what is happening in this airplane? Like, what is up with this that I can't have? the freaking batteries in you know anyway I lied I straight up lied and I don't even feel sorry about it because I'm like well fuck I don't care um so we passed by that it was really easy to go to security I took everything out it was very smoothly I mean not that smoothly because it was a bit of a queue but like still it was easy to go through um no issues whatsoever then the airline company that I went with, it was TUI. And um, so I, I passed by security. I didn't want to buy anything from um, from the shops. I still had some food with me, so I wasn't interested in that. Um, I uh, The only thing was for me to, to find a place where I can fill up my water bottle and then I'm good to go, which I did. So... 
What was weird for me was that the gate was going to be announced one hour before our departure. And I'm like, that's kind of late, isn't it? Am I crazy? Am I just, I don't remember how flying works, but isn't it a bit late for the flight to be announced one hour before you're supposed to leave? Because like, I mean, you're supposed to open up the boarding half an hour before we leave or so, no? So I don't, yeah, that was weird. So then I just stayed um, and waited for one hour. And then um, finally, I made it to the gate. I went to the gate and the gate was a weird kind of gate because you kind of passed, like they checked your, um, so it was the pre-boarding done, basic. Or the boarding was like the pre-boarding was done because they already scanned your boarding pass, except... Uh, you were still waiting in a waiting room, but it was only strictly for passengers who would fly on that flight. So I found a place where I could sit down because when I arrived, there weren't so many people, but then it became really, really, really crowded. And that's when I really realized that it's going to be a full-on flight. Um, it was, And it was weird because we were staying very crowded, but then there were we were supposed to keep the distance because COVID. But like, what distance, man? We were very crowded and then the plane was also very crowded. So like, it was person by person by person. It was like full on. And it was a type of plane that you have three seats, row, three seats, row, three seats. Um, I was, I was saying, I stayed on a middle seat, but by the, um, let's say, right side. And, um, well, I, it sucked because I was in the middle and I couldn't quite sleep at all. The, usually when I'm in the middle seat, the way that I'm trying to sleep is I'm leaning towards the mini table, but the table was a bit too down. So I couldn't properly find a way to stay. Um, you were also told, and this is where I get COVID, I get it, but like also, dude, it's a 10 hour fucking flight. They were saying in the monitor, like in the announcement that you're not supposed to go out and stretch your legs. You are only allowed to go if you want to go to the toilet and back and that's it. And I'm like, it's a 10 hour fucking flight, man. Like let people stretch a bit their legs because they're going to go insane. What the fuck are you talking about? They were also kind of rude about, you were always, it was, it seemed a bit like, okay, you don't seem to be nice. Um, because they were saying that if you want to go to the toilet, you are only supposed to go in the designated toilet, even if that means that you're going to wait in line for one million hours. But they were like, do not cross over where the curtain is uh, pull up because that's only for the business class or whatever priority or like whatever class and I'm like okay that sounds not nice but then also saying that if you like do not cross from one corridor to another by where people are sitting you are supposed to cross where the stewards are and they will decide if they will let you cross I'm like what the hell man and then they also said that if people are not wearing their mask over their mouth and nose properly as they should, they will have their luggage taken or I don't know what will happen with their luggage and they will need to find their way back uh, from Mexico. And I'm like, what? 
First and foremost, I only had a one-way ticket, so that didn't that thread didn't work on me, for example. Don't get me wrong, I'm the one who really always follows the rules and I'm always having the mask as I should. And I think I said this before in a previous episode that I was wearing the mask when in Iceland we weren't supposed to wear masks. I was the only one in an entire mall who was still wearing a mask. So I'm not saying, it's just that the way that they found, like, okay, if you're not wearing your mask properly, like, you, you, it's not like you're not going to get a, you're going to get a fine or anything. No. They are not going to let you embark on, on their plane anymore and you need to figure out your way back to, from Mexico. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? That sounds a bit really not nice. Um, for 10 hours, I had two glasses of wine. I didn't even care anymore. Like, I didn't... I didn't care about time zone. I didn't care about shit. Like, it, I think it was like 11 a.m. and I already started drinking wine. So I had two glasses of wine. I had one tea, one coffee. Um, I have a trick for people who don't care that much about food, but they do care about... So this is the thing. You know that you're supposed to wear a mask the whole time during the plane, except when you eat. However, I marked down that I want healthy food. And because I marked down that I want healthy food, my food was always brought way before anyone else's. So I was lucky nobody from my right and left chose like a different kind of food. So I was eating, taking my mask off, I was eating, tum, 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 tum. And by the time I was finishing, they would just start eating. So technically, I did have my mask off when they had theirs on and the other way around. So... Just as a trick, uh, when you choose healthy food, they bring it faster and um, it's in a different time frame with the rest of the plane. So you might be protecting yourself a little bit more than um, the rest of, of the plane, I would say. Um, it was funny because they were announcing that we're going to have an afternoon tea and I'm like, what is an afternoon tea? It turns out it's sandwiches. That's what afternoon tea is. I know from uh, one of my very good friends that he's from UK that tea sometimes like means dinner. But I was like, so then if tea means dinner and afternoon tea, it's an afternoon dinner. What the hell is that? <laughs> you know? <okay? laughs> and as it turns out, it was uh, sandwiches and then uh, tea or coffee at the end. Um I got a little bit annoyed by some Brits that were talking very loud. It was clear that they are in a group. They were traveling in a group. And I got really annoyed by the fact that they were talking very loud and making jokes or whatever. And that annoyed me. I have only watched two movies because the rest of the time I did some work. And then I also listened to audiobooks. Um, I tried to sleep. I wasn't able to sleep at all. And the time difference is five hours. So Iceland is five hours ahead of time from Cancun. Well, everything was kind of okay up until I got to Mexico and then the hell broke loose. So, um, first and foremost, it was a very long queue. It was an extremely long queue to check for um, the, um, the passport. And of course, I had to choose between two places, basically. And of course, I chose the slower one. I never know how to pick the faster one. So um, we passed, uh, it was a very long queue. I think we stayed for 40 minutes maybe in the queue or at least half an hour, I don't remember. Um, and 
the what they needed we had a, a form that we had to fill in in the in the plane so you have two forms one is for the security check for like passport control and the other one is for customs so uh, you go with both of them but uh, the security so the first one is the people who are checking your passport and as it turns out I didn't have the address of my accommodation what happened was the address of my Airbnb was not made available until so last time I checked was when I was in the airport if you listen to the previous episode you will know that when I was in the airport I was kind of watching Formula One and I did checked once to see if I got that address but it was still saying uh, no it was still not showing to me the address so then um, I forgot about it I was supposed to check when I got to UK but because of all the not knowing where to sleep in the night I forgot to check the address so now fast forward back to me needing to fill in the form it asked for an address of where we are staying so I only wrote Playa del Carmen because I didn't have the address and I was like I think it should be fine like I can tell them it's an Airbnb and I think it should be fine well it wasn't so I get after staying 40 minutes there I get uh, there and she's telling me uh, what's the address and I'm like it's an Airbnb in Playa del Carmen and she's like yeah I need the address and I was like well I don't have the address because I don't have the uh, account like I don't have the access and she's like well then you need to step out of line go back uh, apparently there is somewhere in the passport in the airport that they can help you if you need the internet or something like that to check something they can help you with that but then you just need to step out to, to basically step out of line and do that meanwhile um, I didn't remember my password I don't have, I didn't have the Airbnb app on my phone and my Airbnb app was connected to my Yahoo uh, address and I didn't remember that address, I didn't remember the password for, so basically I didn't remember the password for my Airbnb, my Yahoo address or the Gmail address. I didn't, so I wasn't able to log in in any of these, I only had the Gmail app so I was able to get into, but like I wasn't able to see what my password is. And when I wanted to get into Airbnb, it told me that it can send me an email to uh, the email address that I didn't remember the password. When I wanted to uh, recover the password from that email address, it told me to put the uh, email address of Gmail, which I didn't know how to, like either. So I started crying. I was just sitting down in between the lines and I started crying, panicking that they are not going to let me get in because I don't have the address. I remember that I checked the area a little bit. I checked the area and checking the area, I knew kind of like a corner of a street, more or less where it is. So I wrote it in a American style, which was to write like the Avenue 10 with the street, blah, blah. So it's this street with this street, and it's around there. And I'm like, okay, so hopefully it's going to go. I go again. I go to another person, and he's looking at the thing, and then he started asking me, and 
he was talking to me in Spanish. I, I spoke with him in Spanish for a little bit, but then I started to panic and I couldn't remember the words in Spanish anymore. And he refused to speak English to me. I was answering to him in English. He kept answering back in Spanish to me. And I was looking around. There were so many foreigners, like British people or other people, that they were all speaking in Spanish, uh, in English, with the person. And I was the only one who I was forced to speak in Spanish, even though I couldn't remember. And then he started asking me if I've been to Mexico before. I said to him that yes. And I have another passport. I showed him the other passport. The other passport is filled with visas because I've been to South America and another country. So I don't know if he found it or not. I said to him that I've been in 2017. He asked me, do you live in Iceland? And I said, yes, because I had to write there. He's like, do you have a proof of you living in Iceland? And the thing is, Iceland doesn't have, you, you don't get an ID. You just have a security number. You don't have an ID. The only thing that I had was my credit card. And on my credit card, I have my security number and the picture of my picture. So I showed him that he wasn't happy with it. Then he asked me, what's my job in Iceland? I told him. Then um, he was telling me, and I was like, but can you tell me what's the problem? And he's like, that's not the correct address. And then I'm telling him, like, I don't have the message, like, I don't have the access to it. I just don't have the access to it. And he's like, I'm telling him, like, what can I do? Like, I don't, I just don't have the thing. And I show him on the map. I'm like, I'm staying somewhere around here. It's like two blocks from this hotel. I know for a fact. And then he finally looks at me and he's like, okay, fine. But just so you know, this is not okay. And you should always know the, the exact address and so on. Now, nothing to say. They were right, except my partner who lives in United States and he was already like he already arrived like one hour before me or two hours before me he was in another terminal and he uh, the same thing he just put Playa del Carmen so just the city name and nobody asked him anything more it was 15 minutes in and out for him for me, it was a hell of a thing. I started crying. Then because I started crying, I started having the sniffles. And now I was worried they are going to think that I have COVID. Um, so it was just really horrible. And yeah, we did get the address and we did have um, the information, except I wasn't able to, to find it. And... Um, then I went out of the airport. I finally managed to uh, find my partner. And together, we decided to take a taxi, which I know is more expensive. Um, but we didn't want to wait. I was so upset. I was so angry and so upset and so fed up with everything that I didn't want to wait because they said that the next bus leaves in 40 minutes. And I was like, no, I don't want to. Um, wait so we got a taxi from Cancun airport to um, Playa del Carmen which is like one hour away it was just us in the whole car um, and it was like more like a minivan and it cost us uh, 50 bucks for both of us which honestly is not even that bad it's kind of the same price like I prayed more for my transportation from our transfer from Keflavik to the airport and it's kind of the same price in from Brooklyn to to GFK as well if you take a Uber or something like that um, we 
Uh, and we decided to go with them because they said they are going to take us all the way to our accommodation, while the bus would only take us, of course, to the bus station. And then from then, you, we still would have needed to take a taxi. And I was like, I can't. I cannot do this. I We needed to wait. I think we waited for like 10, 15 minutes uh, for our uh, transport to come. So I kind of calmed down. People were really nice. They were... And I love the fact that they were, weren't insisting that much. Like, if you say no, they are like, okay, no. Um, but it was it was a hell of a thing. And uh, it reminded me of the fact that earlier this year, somewhere in February, a whole group of Romanians were not allowed to come in. And it was nothing wrong on their side. It was just apparently a misunderstanding of some sort because some Romanians did some bad shit in this area. And so the police or the the security decided to take aside a whole group of Romanians and interrogate them and keep them in the airport for three days and then send them back home. So for me, I was like, fuck, they're not going to let me pass. I'm just, they're going to send me back home. It's going to be, like, I was desperate, which I haven't been, like, almost never like that. So, um, yeah, but uh, as I was saying, we were taken all the way to our accommodation, and then um, we went straight to sleep. It was already dark, and it was so weird because when we landed, it was day. By the time we came out of the airport, it was night, and it was so weird. But, yeah, it was... Um, Late, I was also tired because of the time zone difference. So it was like uh, probably 8, 9 a.m., uh, 9 p.m. So it was like 1, 2 a.m. for me. I went to sleep. And then the next day, uh, things changed. I calmed down and we started our holiday. But more about that in a future episode. This concludes today's episode. Thank you for listening. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can do so by emailing to alinaswonders at gmail.com. Until next time, follow your dreams and stay true to yourself.